This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go. This is the Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report. We've made it to uh, the end of the work week. It is a beautiful, beautiful day in New Orleans. And uh, we're excited about a homestand that begins tonight here at the Smoothie King Center. I'm Sean Kelly. So glad you could join us for our podcast today. And, uh, yes, we are in our Smoothie King Center studios where we will preview tonight's Pelicans-Spurs game at 7 o'clock. Bill Schoening, the voice of the Spurs, is going to stop by and uh, visit with us. It's our first chance to talk with him since the end of last regular season. Remember that? The thriller in this building where the Pelicans uh, down the Spurs um, who were playing their hearts out, trying to maintain a high seed, a home seed in the playoffs. And uh, not only did the Pelicans beat a motivated Spurs team to knock them down to six, that win uh, lifted New Orleans into the playoffs as the eighth seed. Um, so first meeting between these two since. Now, things have gone a little differently at the start of this regular season. The Spurs are off to a great start at 9-2. and two. Uh, Pelicans 1-11 and 11 coming into tonight. There is some good news, though, on the injury front. It sounds like that there's a very, very good chance that Anthony Davis will play tonight, and the same for Omer Ashik because there's no back-to-back. Drew Holiday would be available also, and we'll hear from Coach Gentry and uh, Anthony Davis here in just a moment. Um, I was hoping, this is along the injury line here, I was hoping as well uh, that maybe a Norris Cole or a Tyreek Evans or a Quincy Pondexter uh, would come back uh, for this homestand, that was very wishful thinking on my part. That is not the case, at least today. Um, but we'll start to monitor that, I think, a little more closely as we get through this weekend and then uh, head out on the Thanksgiving trip. That will take us uh, Phoenix and the Clippers and Utah. So um, we'll see how that progresses. But in, nonetheless, uh, I thought it was a step in the right direction, even in a loss at Oklahoma City the other night. And we'll see if that – that uh, that style of play, that, I don't know, that je ne sais quoi, no, that doesn't fit. Um, there was something about the way the team went at the Thunder the other night that if that continues, I think this thing gets turned around. So that and the return of health uh, to some key guys. A uh, little Saints for you today. Daniel Salerson's going to visit with Tavares Barnes. I think he's very active this bye week. Uh, what Daniel was telling me is that uh, Mr. Barnes is uh, – um, I think trying to gather a lot of food for a, f- a lot of folks that have a big-time need. And so he's busy. And even though the Saints may be off and guys may be jetting around and getting to see family and friends and just kind of recharging their batteries, it sounds like Tavares is pretty busy. So uh, we're excited to have him stop by Black and Blue Report today as well. And uh, otherwise, we'll get you set for the broadcast tonight. So with that being said, let's go back to what I promised you a moment ago. And that would be head coach Alvin Gentry right outside the Pelicans locker room a short time ago after the morning shoot around. My thinking is that he'll probably play, yes. Like he's putting up shots in the shoot around. Yeah, he was. And, you know, it's just kind of one of those deals where, you know, when the, you know, when the pain is not so great, it, you know, he, he can do it. So uh, I think he feels pretty good. So we'll see. I think Omir, I think Omir go, you know, it was just a sick, I mean, it was just one of those things, you know, just kind of that flu bug or whatever you want to call it, but I think he's over that, yeah. And Tyreek was 
looked like he was able to do some more. Are you seeing more out of him? Uh, well, yeah, closer? we're getting close. You know, we're getting close. But but as I said, that you know, we're gonna err on the side of being a little overcautious there before we just stick a guy back out there. But I think he's he's feeling good, and you know, he's been pain free, and you know, those are all good signs. Well, you got to be happy about that. that you, you don't happy about that? Oh, Is that no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> That's the understatement of the year right there. Good, talking about overstating the obvious, yeah. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm extremely happy about that. Obviously, you know, he's a huge part of, of, of our team. Like I said, I told somebody, when you look at the numbers that he had last year, I mean, they're like Grant Hill numbers, you know. He averaged almost 17 points and, you know, close to seven rebounds, close to seven assists. You know, that, those, those, that's winning basketball, you know. So, uh, and he's just such an integral part of our team anyway, just uh, the whole mental approach that, uh, that he brings to the table and, you know, the toughness factor and just, just a lot of things that he adds to the team. How hard is it to be, you know, on November Twentieth or whatever it is, you know, you're getting ready to play a team that this person is so aware of who they are. They have such an identity, and you guys really haven't been able to find that this this deep in because of all this stuff. No, I mean we have not. You know, our our number one uh, team uh, as far as being efficient has played 27 minutes together, and so when you look at a stat like that, and there's four teams, there's three teams. They got four different lineups that have played more than our number one lineup. So, I mean, basically, I guess what they're saying is that, you know, we just juggled things and the lineups hadn't been. So, they're, 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 you know, it's, it's hard to have any kind of consistency when those things are, you know, the stats of your team. But, you know, I think we just got to keep uh, playing. The thing that we looked at is that we just tried to use Oklahoma City as a, as kind of a guide, I think last year, if I'm not mistaken, they started two and thirteen, and and actually tied for a playoff spot, you know. And, and through the tiebreaker, you know, the uh, you know New Orleans ended up getting in. So I think we got to kind of use that as a guide and say, you know, hey, still a lot of basketball left. You know, really, I mean, after tonight, you know, we'll have 69 games left. I think. Uh, 70 or something, you know, my math is not great, you know, at App State, you know, but, <laughs> but, but I know that we got a lot of games left and we'll have an opportunity as we get people healthy and, like, as I said, and guys go into roles that they're comfortable in, you know, we'll have an opportunity, I think. I mean, other like I said to everyone, you know, these guys have been great. They've won five in a row and, you know, obviously Golden State, but, you know, most of the other teams are kind of, you know, they're okay a few games over 500 or something like that. I think as of yesterday, we were like four and a half games or five out of the last, out of eighth place. So all that is is that, you know, getting your team healthy and being able to go on a run where you win five or six in a row or eight out of ten or something like that. And, you know, you could get yourself back in the race. I mean, it's still early enough that that, that opportunity still presents itself. So Coach certainly has to be happy that he gets number 23 back tonight. Number 23 says he's feeling much better, and uh, after missing the last two games, looks like he will go against the Spurs tonight. Playing today, tonight? Huh? Uh, that's the plan. I mean, uh, of course, we got another long ten plus hours, eight hours, something like that, before game time. So, you know, hopefully, 
you know, stays the way it's feeling right now until that point. Yeah, uh, I felt fine. Um, like I said, I just hopefully don't, you know, you know, tighten back on me. And hopefully it stays loose and I'm able to, you know, play, play tonight. Coach said that um, he also expects O'Mara to be back. I mean, you guys have been in a position lately where you've had games where you only had eight or nine guys. I mean, how good is it to be able to have them be back to having maybe more of a normal situation as far as guys available? No, it feels good. I mean, we've been a short man, you know, especially on back-to-backs. You know, um, it's tough because, you know, guys who play – 15, 20, 25 minutes, and now playing 35, 40 minutes, and you know back-to-back nights, you know. So, um, we just feel good to you know have almost everybody back, and we just try to get, get to do whatever it takes to come out with a win. You know, we got to come out and, and you know put a lot of energy, put a lot of effort, and I think <laughs> we do that, you know, and you know, we can come out with a win tonight. Encouraged by what you saw in Oklahoma City, even from the bench, just having yeah. a fight. Yeah, um, you know, I think you know these them guys fought, you know, to the end, and um, of course they hit some shots. You know, we missed some shots, but um, the energy and the effort was there, and we don't believe in more victories. But um, you know, I won't say that was a good loss for us, but um, we we can see that we're starting to get better and, and starting to put the pieces together. So. Um, you know, I was. It felt like I was out there. You know, I was jumping around, having fun. You know, and just cheering my team on, and um, you know, trying to do whatever I can to help the team win, even if even if I'm not on the floor. Anthony, I was saying, you know, you can you can draw from Oklahoma City last year. They got off to a terrible start, yet they were right mm-hmm. there with you guys at the end. Do you feel like if if you guys do what they did that night, you can still be there down the stretch? Yeah, I mean, we only 11 games in. We got tons of games left, and you know, we uh, we know we're gonna get turned around. You know, we just short man, but. Um, we try to do everything we can, you know, uh, while, while we don't have everybody back. So um, just got to find a way to put put a couple wins together until everybody get back. And, um, you know, we, we believe in ourselves. You know, we believe in the organization. We believe, you know, what we can do as a team. And so we're not, we not worried about that. You know, and like I said, it's only 11 games in, so uh, we got plenty of time to, to change it around. Okay, again, 7 o'clock tip-off tonight. Um, I'll have a note about the Alvin Gentry Show before we get out of here today, but let's get to our first break. I want to bring in Bill Schoening from the Spurs right after this. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Create fun and affordable memories for the entire family with a Pierre's Party Pack. Ticket packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include three or more tickets, combo meals, and an on-court free throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $48. The next Pierre's Party Pack Night is on Friday, November 20th against the San Antonio Spurs. For more information and to plan your next night out with the gang, visit pelicans.com today. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today 
at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. As we mentioned, it's uh, the Pelicans and the Spurs tonight. Meeting number one at Smoothie King Center. Here is uh, the start also of a two-game homestand. And uh, in town, uh, celebrating our great weather. How it will last, we don't know. But uh, one more day of it, it looks like. But Bill Schoening is here from San Antonio. Uh, guitar in hand, Bill? Is that possible? No, just a one-game trip. But uh, usually bring the guitar on the quick trips. Uh, a little bit longer, like the Rafael Road trip in February. Uh, the guitar is with me sometimes, but uh, not uh, not on these quick trips. Bill Schoening is the radio play-by-play voice of the San Antonio Spurs and a recording artist with new material sent to me earlier this week. Bill, the, the song swings, baby. I love it. Oh, thanks. It'll be another million seller. I'll have another million in my cellar. Outs- <laughs> it's a little different for you. The sound's a little different. Yeah. Going with a little, yeah, little horn section, you know, doing a little R&B type thing, you know. Usually I'm kind of acoustic, folky kind of guy, but uh, I'm branching out, as it were. Are you the only NBA play-by-play announcer that's been recorded as a musician as well? You know, Al McCoy, the longtime uh, voice of the Phoenix Suns, I think he's now in his 44th year, uh, he plays piano, and he's really quite good. I don't know that he's ever recorded anything, uh, but as far as I know, I'm the only one that writes and goes in the studio and, you know, sits around like that. Have you uh, two ever discussed a collaboration of, of any kind? No, I, I think Al and I have a, a different, uh, you know, musical genres that we uh, um, embrace. But uh, yeah, that might not be a bad idea. I could probably put Al on one of my tunes. Uh, it's, it's a logistics thing, though, you know, me and Texas and them in Arizona. I don't want to say who would be who, but but Bill, if if Tony Bennett can collaborate with Lady Gaga, I don't see the problem between Bill <laughs> Schoening and Al McCoy. Well, let's make that happen, Sean. Okay, I'll, I'll have to find a producer that can put some money up. We'll find a studio, and, and Al and I can record an NBA an NBA tune together. My favorite Al McCoy story, by the way, is back in the old days when he worked with Hot Rod Hundley. Um, I guess Hot Rod would go out drinking with Al, uh, although I think Al really drank very much, but Hot Rod certainly did. And uh, back in the days before Charter, when you'd have to stay over the night of the game and then fly out the next morning, uh, they would find bars that would have pianos, and I would play, and uh, Hot Rod would pass around the jar. Uh, and then he would take that money out of the jar and buy drinks for himself. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. I thought you were going to say that Hot, you know, Al would play the piano, Hot Rod would sing. I did not think there would no, be no, a no. passing of the jar. No, Hot Rod would take those uh you know fives and tens and ones and uh, gather them all up buy drinks for himself while al was still playing piano didn't get any tip that's classic that is classic that's the best story i've heard in a long time um i just wrote a book it was in his book so um a lot of little quips and uh stories like that i've read the if if that's the book he put out like five years i read that and i I don't know how yeah yeah yeah. several several years ago yeah You must, have, you must have skipped that chapter. I must have. I must have. Anything that had to do with Hot Rod, because, you know, of his New Orleans connection here, I did not want to disavow or uh, distribute any of his secrets. So um, I, mu- must <laughs> have, I must have blocked it out. Um, if you said that uh, Hot Rod, not Hot Rod, Al's in his 44th year, you said? Yeah, I believe that's correct. You're, yeah, you're yeah, getting up there, too, now. Uh, not, not quite that much now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am getting up there. This is my 15th season. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Great start. Speaking of sweet music, how about the sweet basketball of the San Antonio Spurs? Nine and two. Why? 
Well, they're moving the ball again. Uh, I think that there's still some growing pains going on for Marcus Aldridge. You know, I mean, he's not completely comfortable yet. That's quite apparent when you look at his field goal percentage. But he's trying to find his way. When guys come to the Spurs, sometimes that happens. I remember when Michael Finley came in. Uh, they had to really encourage him to shoot a little bit more because he just wanted to fit in and, and not really upset the apple cart because you know, they had been successful. So I think that some of that might be going on for Marcus. And uh, you know, I know Pop is encouraging him, hey, just go out and play. Don't think so much. Just go out and play and be the Marcus Aldridge. So I think that he's going to get better and better, uh, and he'll find his spots, and he'll learn how to work with Tony Parker and uh, Tim Duncan in the high-low game, for instance, and uh, maybe some of the guys off the bench, you know, when those different combinations are out there. So it's going to take a while. It's only 11 games in, uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing what Marcus can bring to us in the long term. When you look at the overall, you said the ball's moving better. Um, this team always seems to, it's the same, the colors are the same, the, the names are the same, the coach is the same, the radio broadcast is the same, but there's always seemingly a new wrinkle with regard to this team. is Have you been able to pinpoint that yet? Well, yeah, I think that one of the things is the second unit is just as productive as the first unit, and that's always been the case in terms of, you know, our, our, we've really relied on our bench for a long time. But the second unit is completely different uh, than the first unit. Uh, the second unit really likes to get up and down the floor with Patty Bills. Now, Manu Ginobili won't play tonight, but he, of course, is a big part of that. Uh, he's got hip tightness. He's going to miss a second straight game with that. Uh, but Boris Diaw, of course, is a very crafty player. I know you know you've known him for a long time. Uh, and David West, uh, who of course you know played here in New Orleans, he's starting to fit in as well and getting a little bit more comfortable, just like when Marcus Aldridge is. He's part of that second unit. So I think the second unit really kind of picks it up, where you got more post-up players like Ty Leonard and Tim Duncan and Marcus Aldridge all post up in that first unit. The second unit is a little more free-flowing and a little more threes and uh, a little bit more up-tempo. You mentioned David West. He's my favorite player all time that I've ever covered. Um, I miss him really? dearly. I love him to death. I'm hoping that he has embraced that culture. It seems like it's a dynamite. Dyna, excuse me, a dynamite fit. David West and the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I've had a chance to just one of the few times. I don't know him clearly as well as you do, but uh, he seems like he does fit right in, and he understands. I mean, here's a guy that left $11 million on the table to come to San Antonio. So, uh, you know, he understands the culture. I think he understands. Uh, you know, Pop's desire to win uh, and also, you know, his credo about getting over yourself. Well, David clearly did that when he gave up the money uh, in Indiana to come to San Antonio. So I think that he's going to fit right in with us. No doubt. Um, like uh, like the Pelicans, you also have um, French Nationals on your basketball team, too, as a matter of fact. Uh, we were in Toronto last week when the tragedy in Paris happened, and it deeply affected Alexia Ginsa. What was it like being around Tony Parker and Boris Diaw? Was that... Uh, tragedy unfolded over the weekend. Yeah, they were down. There's no question about that. But I think they got a lot of support from people in San Antonio and the people uh, there at the arena and their teammates uh, and the support staff. Uh, I know a lot of teams did the, the moment of silence plus the French national anthem. I think they were truly moved by that. Um, Boris is from Bordeaux. Tony is from Paris. And, of course, Tony's dad is an American who moved to Paris. Uh, but uh, Tony obviously has uh, you know, got a lot of connections there, a lot of friends. Uh, and it's hard when something like that happens in your hometown. Man. Tony's hometown is Paris. They are great character guys. I think my favorite story that you've ever told about Boris Diaw is I think you were teasing him about being late to the floor, weren't you? Yeah, just for the warm-up about two hours before the game. And uh, it was actually a coach that reminded him, Boris, you're two minutes late. Just but I'm French. So <laughs> it's, it's hey. You know, two minutes, three minutes, one minute early, one minute late. Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've been to Paris on four different occasions. You know, you get to the restaurant, and they might open at 7. They might open at 7.30. They might open. 
Uh, it's just uh, whatever is the fancy. But uh, you know, Boris is a great guy, and uh, he, he has really fit in with the Spurs. So 9-2 and two San Antonio tonight, 1-11 and 11 New Orleans. The folks here know the Pelicans' uh, strife, if you will, to start this season. Um, yet the other night they gave Oklahoma City all that the uh, Thunder could want. What do you see in tonight's matchup? Well, I definitely see the, the Pelicans playing hard. And now with uh, it looks like uh, Ashik and uh, Anthony Davis are both back. Anthony Davis averaged 25 points a game last year uh, against the Spurs. And, of course, uh, we all know what happened the final day of the regular season. Uh, when the Pelicans uh, qualified for the playoffs uh, against the Spurs, and we uh, dropped the Spurs all down to number six. So they're very, very well aware of the fact that the Pelicans have Anthony Davis, and they've got some pretty good guys around him, even though you're shorthanded. Uh, we know Alonzo G very well. He was with the Spurs for a while. Eric Gordon, of course, can fill it up from the outside. So uh, they're not taking the Pelicans lightly, I promise, uh, especially when you look at uh, last year's season series was 3-1 Pelicans. So um, I think the Spurs will be ready to play tonight. We are going to miss Manu Ginobili. Not that you're getting sympathy from, from the Pelicans with uh, all the injuries that uh, you've got on your side of the, of the ball, but uh, Ginobili really is the guy that, guy that stirs that second uh, that second unit, which is so important. Uh, Patty Mills really stepped up the other night in the second unit and uh, had 17 points, hit three threes, uh, and uh, we're, ho- we're hoping for more of that from Patty tonight because they're going to need his offense uh, coming off the bench without Manu there in that second unit. Great stuff. That's 7 o'clock tonight at the Smoothie King Center. Bill, I'm not just saying this because, you know, we're going to send you a massive check for your appearance today. Um, but you are one of my all-time favorites, and I appreciate it very much. Oh, anytime, Sean. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Sean. You got it. And with that being said, you can hear the Spurs, of course, on uh, the uh, Internet tonight or those listening back in Texas. And, of course, the Pelicans broadcast begins at 630 with Pelicans warm-up. Bill Schoening, our guest. Tavares Barnes from the New Orleans Saints jumps in with us. And Daniel Salerson right after this. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Join your New Orleans Pelicans this Sunday, November 22nd at 5 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center when the Phoenix Suns tip off against your New Orleans Pelicans. Come out and celebrate Kids Night and watch your favorite kids' entertainment teams perform. Pelicans Fest starts at 3.30 p.m. with music, interactive games, and appearances by Pierre and the Pelicans dance team. Tickets start as low as $21, so don't miss out on any of the action and call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Daniel Sellerson. Welcome back to the show. Even though it's the Saints bye week, it doesn't mean we can't talk about the Saints, especially when we're talking about a player giving back to his community. Joining me now is defensive end Tavares Barnes, who has been spending his bye week giving back to his hometown of Jacksonville, Florida. Tavares, thanks for coming on this morning. 
I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, before we talk about your act of kindness, Tavares, I want to know how your rookie season has gone so far in the NFL. What have you learned through 10 weeks of the season? Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty good. I'm learning that it's uh, way different from college. You know, it's faster. Um, you're playing with grown men out there that, you know, have family. So they, uh, it's, it's, it's more serious. You know, it's your job. What's the biggest adjustment been so far, um, difference between college and NFL? What's been the biggest transition that you've had to adjust to? Uh, time management, really. You know, just it's a long season. You know how you in college you're done. You're done after 12 weeks, 12, 13. You know, we have, we have another six games left. You know, it's a long stretch. you got to take care of your body. You know, you got to be mentally, mentally strong, you know. Absolutely. Um, I know you're a rookie, but who has uh, kind of helped you or taken them under your wing uh, or their wing as far as maybe some veteran players like a Cam Jordan or some? Has there been in, some guys that have helped you kind of adjust um, to the NFL lifestyle? Yeah, um, Kyrie Robinson, definitely. You know, that's, that's, that's my big brother right there. Kevin Williams has helped me. You know, Cam, Cam he's, he's talking to me, so too. Good deal. All right, Tavares, a lot of guys used their bye weeks to go on a mini vacation or just stay home and relax. What made you decide to go back to Jacksonville and give back to your community? Because I knew I wasn't going to come back. I wasn't coming back here for the rest of the season. It was the only time I would be home, and I always said that I wanted to get back, get back to Jacksonville in a major way, so I was able to do that. Your first outreach program is called Coming Back to Give Back, and I noticed that back is spelled B-A-C-C. Now, um, is there a reason behind the name and the uh, spelling of back? Uh, honestly, no, nah, it's just, uh, honestly, no, nah, there's no reason. My, my agent asked me that yesterday. <laughs> he actually said crazy stuff. He said, why you don't use CK? It's because it means grip killer. That's why I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, just, I just, I don't know, I'm just different, man. I'm just different, you know. Uh, I use, actually, I was talking to my granddad. He came up with it, coming back to get back. I talked to my um, Reverend Caldwell down here. He said the same thing. So that, that that was just confirmation for me to use. Okay. I like it. I like it being different. Um, explain a little bit what um, has gone on with this uh, coming back to give back. What are you exactly doing uh, for the Jacksonville community with this program? Well, I'm just trying to, trying to be a light for Jacksonville. Like I said, we don't have many people that give back that, that have made it from Jacksonville that, that don't give back to the community or that doesn't act like they care about our community. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just not that guy. Like, I'm, you know, real down-to-earth person at home, but I care about people. You know, I'm compassionate. You know, that's that's what I wanted to show. And I didn't just I didn't just feed, just feed the homeless. You know, I know it's getting cold, so I, I have bought some blankets, like a lot of blankets, some socks, and uh, plug caps. Crazy because at the, at the center there's a women's shelter right next door to it, and I had went and talked to, talk to some of the women. It's just women and children, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was just talking to them, man. I got I got onesies for the kids. I got books, those educational books for the kids. Um, some dolls, little footballs for the young boys, and I got I also got them like some deodorant, some polish, some deodorant. That's awesome. That's uh, glad to hear that. Um, in an article I read uh, from a local Jacksonville TV station that interviewed you, 
it states that you have more plans to give back to the community. Um, do you have any plans in the works, or is it something that maybe you'll work on during this off season? Well, yeah, there's this plans in the works. Like I, I want to, um, I definitely know I want to help single black moms in the community. So my mom was a single black mom, you know, raised up. I know it's hard. You feel me? It's a lot of people that won't, that won't help you out. You know when you need it, and um, and also I want to give back to the. To, to the young males now in my community because they, they're the next generation coming up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I guess help this world like be a little bit better, you know, letting them know that, hey, somebody cares. You can talk to me about whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they got it. Cause my father wasn't really there like this. The way I wanted him to be. So I could be like a big brother, father, big whatever, you know, type, type deal. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Before I let you go, um, I know you went to Clemson, and your team is number one in the nation right now in the playoff rankings. Have you been paying attention to them, and how does it feel knowing your school is number one right now and might have a chance to play for a national championship? Uh, man, it feels pretty damn good. I can't <laughs> even lie to you. Uh, I've, been, uh, I've, been, I've been proud of them boys, you know. Um, I always felt like we had a top support even last year. You know, we had them defense in the nation. We just couldn't quite get over that hump, uh, and I feel like they're doing that right now. You know, they've been successful Coach Sweeney. He's an amazing guy, great coach, um, and I just feel like he's finally getting the record as well as the program. Absolutely. That's defensive end Tavares Barton on the Black and Blue Report. Tavares, appreciate the time and keep up the great work that you're doing on and off the field. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No problem. Sean will be back to wrap up the show in just a few moments. Looking for the perfect holiday gift? Well, give the gift of Pelicans basketball with the Pelicans five-game holiday plan. Packages start as low as $49. Pick your favorite five games, including matchups against the Thunder, Rockets, and Clippers. The Pelicans five-game holiday plan makes a great stocking stuffer. So call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to order your Pelicans five-game holiday plan today. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all-natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. What's up, Pelican fans? This is Anthony Mackey, a shorter, talented version of Anthony Davis, and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Go Pelicans. By the way, did you see the Warriors and the Clippers last night? Unbelievable. Um, might be the game of the year so far in the NBA. The Warriors don't stop. Um, they are undefeated. Uh, th there was plenty to like from the Clippers, too. I don't think – look, the Warriors have become the Clippers' nemesis. There's no doubt about that. But I think that L.A. – as a team that can really give this thing a shot. Uh, there's so much basketball still to go. Heck, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. It's close, but it's not even Thanksgiving yet. We're going to see the Clippers on this upcoming road trip uh, out west. That will be the day after Thanksgiving. Ooh, Black Friday game against the Clippers. How about that? Uh, anyway, back to tonight's action against the Spurs. It is a Pierce party pack night. If you uh, Look, everybody's off school, I think, for Thanksgiving break, you know, come this afternoon, so... Perhaps you want to start it off down here at the Smoothie King Center. The Piers Party Pack basically is this. You can get uh, at least three tickets 
combo meals with those tickets, and then you and the gang uh, then go down to the floor after the game and shoot free throws with Pierre the Pelican himself. It's a really low price. Normally that would go for about $110. I think it's as low as 48 50 somewhere right around there. Um, hustle up because uh, that'll go fast uh, here in the next couple hours. Pelicans.com if you hurry. Otherwise, last minute perhaps at 504-525-HOOP, uh, and then we'll see you tonight at the game. Sunday's home game, don't forget, is a 5 o'clock start against the Phoenix Suns. That'll wrap up the homestand and then uh, get us out of there. Alvin Gentry's show was last night on the radio right here in New Orleans on WRNO-FM. Uh, the encore presentation, if you will, uh, is available now online. Daniel says it's up and uh, available at pelicans.com if you want to hear Coach's radio show from last night. Thanks again to Daniel also for his visit today with Tavares Barnes and uh, the work he's doing back on the Jacksonville during the bye week and to Bill Shoney, too, uh, from the San Antonio Spurs Radio Network. I'm Sean Kelly. J.D. and I will see you on the radio tonight. Have a great rest of your Friday, and uh, if we don't hear from you, if you're okay, have a great weekend and a great start to your holiday week. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report. Thank you.